I'm Philip Blackburn, and welcome to Stress to the Nines. For the next two weeks, beginning October 25th and running through November 5th, we will spend time in the Book of Job, one of the oldest books in Scripture, and one full of questions that all of us have about our faith. Join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. It is Tuesday. It is November the 2nd, and we are continuing our journey through the book of Job. Uh, after today, we will have only three days left in Job, so I am open to suggestions of where we might go next. Uh, so if you have thoughts, please contact me. Also a reminder that if you miss out on the Facebook version of Stress to the Nines ever, you can also find it in podcast form. Simply look for Stress to the Nines wherever you find your podcasts, and there it shall be. So you can alternate between the video and the audio if you're down for that sort of thing. All right, without further announcements, let's get into our reading today. We're in a bit of an interlude here in chapter 28 of Job. Uh, typically, we have been become accustomed to the interplay between he and his friends who continue to try to get him to admit that he has done something wrong and deserves what has happened to him. Chapter 28 is rather, instead of that conversation, it is about wisdom. What makes a person wise? Uh, so we won't read it in its entirety, but I think we'll get enough to get the gist. So we're going to read verses 20 to 28 of chapter 28 in the book of Job. So listen for God's word to us on this Tuesday morning. Where then does wisdom come from? And where is the place of understanding? It is hidden from the eyes of all living and concealed from the birds of the air. Abaddon and death say, we have heard a rumor of it with our ears. God understands the way to it, and he knows its place. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. When he gave to the wind its weight and apportioned out the waters by measure, when he made a decree for the rain and a way for the thunderbolt, then he saw it and declared it. He established it and searched it out. And God said to humankind, Truly, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this phrase, fear of the Lord, is really very common in the Old Testament. We find it throughout the Psalms. Uh, Job, which is considered part of the Psalm tradition, it's wisdom literature, uh, is, is a place where we see it frequently. But people don't like it. People don't really like this idea of that being afraid of God is a way that uh, leads us to wisdom. That's not really the full meaning of the word fear here or anywhere in the Old Testament. An appropriate synonym for this uh, sort of word is awe, wonder, otherness. What the fear of the Lord reminds us is that we should be very wary of making God simple or easy, of thinking of God as like a friend or a buddy. Uh, God is something completely different than us. If we look at how Job lays out this argument and lays out this conversation, he is setting God into the realm fully of the other. Uh, for God looks to the end of the earth. He sees everything under the heavens. He gave the wind its weight. He apportioned the waters. He made a decree for the rain and a way for the thunderbolt. These are things that are fully beyond the comprehension of humanity. The ability to control these things are beyond us even now 
in our 21st century, uh, 21st century technologically advanced stage. God is completely different than us, and Job uses images from nature, which he believed to be created by God, to make his point. Wisdom is the fear of the Lord. It is the understanding that God is completely different than us, and we should approach God with awe, with reverence. We should defer to God, and we should understand God is different than us on the most basic and fundamental levels. This seems like faith 101, and yet... We struggle with it. Then he follows that up. Back in verse 20, he begins with, Where then does wisdom come from and where is the place of understanding? He concludes, To depart from evil is understanding. In Job, evil is simply captured as the exploitation of others for the gain of the self. It is related to Jesus' idea of love of neighbor. Uh, this idea that we would exploit another person for our own gain, uh, Job finds odious. So that's the kind of understanding of evil uh, that he rolls with. And that's certainly uh, something I think all of us could give a lot of thought to in our own lives today. The ways in which we uh, participate in that, uh, both directly and indirectly, in our lives. So it's kind of a big definition for wisdom and the departure from evil here in Job. But one thing I want to point out before we wrap up this morning. Job is specifically named in chapters 1 and 2 as someone who does fear the Lord and does depart from evil, and yet he is in this place of suffering. The purpose of the book of Job is not to explain these ideas. Rather, the purpose of the Job, of Job is to explore whether we, as God's faithful, can remain in fear of the Lord and remain in departure from evil even in the midst of our sufferings? Can Job continue to be who he has been even as everything is stripped away from him? That's the central question of Job. And so we find it captured quite nicely and reiterated here in chapter 28 as we begin to ramp up to the conclusion of the book. So as you can see, there's quite a lot going on here in chapter 28 and in Job in general. At this point, I hope uh, that you see the how sophisticated the book is in the way that it is rendered. Uh, I hope you perceive the story that it is trying to tell. And I also hope that it leads you to reflect in your own life on your faith habits and how those faith habits correlate to how things are going in your days. Anyway, it's a lot to think about, so we will leave it there today and we will return tomorrow. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray that we would have a healthy fear of you, that we would stand in awe before you, that we would acknowledge your majesty, your greatness, and the ways in which you shape everything in this world. Your fingerprints are all over it. As we consider you and consider our discipleship of Jesus, we ask also that you would help us in our own lives to depart from evil, to acknowledge this as the faithful response to your greatness. Help us to love others as we love ourselves. Help us to care for neighbor, care for the poor, and care even for the enemy. On this day, we pray that you would guide us and shape us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace.
for listening to Stress to the Nines. For more content from First Presbyterian Church, check out the One Pres Pod. There you can find Sunday school classes, sermons and worship services, as well as other special content like Ram Asks a Question. If you are enjoying this podcast, please review and rate it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Until next time, peace.